James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. W. ABC Talk Radio 77. Madonna brings us back. Justify. Justify my love. We have with us, and we're so proud to have him here, Representative Chip Roy. Chip, thank you for taking the time to be with us this afternoon. How are you? James, no, I, uh, thank you. It's an honor to be on your show, and I uh, uh, really appreciate all that you're doing to uh, you know, keep fighting the fight. You know, Chip, you had one of the most amazing discussions that we had. We played the soundbite with you and Dr. Robinson yesterday. <clears throat> and 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 she her claims that uh, she's number one. I found astounding that she is a proud a proud abortionist. I don't know whether I don't know that just struck my ear funny. It's almost the same as when Letitia James, the AG of New York, said how proud she was to go have an abortion. But aside from that, the Daily Cause and other liberal organizations are taking aim at you today because they say you engaged in a conspiracy theory. The idea that people store body parts from babies and do all these things, it doesn't happen. And I don't know what it is, how we see things differently. We saw the videos from Planned Parenthood. We saw them joking about it. We saw these actual things in video, and that has never been disputed from those people who were caught filmed. What do you think is going on here with this denial? Well, James, I think that was pretty um, clear yesterday in the hearing that she did not want to answer the question. She, in fact, never answered the question. And so for all of those who are saying, oh, this is some sort of conspiracy theory, it's not true. And, of course, she said it out of her testimony. I've never seen any medical facilities that do anything along those lines. Well, I asked the question, what do you do with the body parts? What do you do with the arms and the legs and the pieces of the baby when you perform an abortion at 20 weeks? And she would not answer the question. Uh, you write or you're pointing out that this, is, of course, is a known reality based on the video evidence we have from Planned Parenthood clinics, including the Gulf Coast Planned Parenthood in Houston, Texas. Now, I happen to have a little insight into that, James, because I was the first attorney general of Texas when that news broke. I posted a picture after the hearing yesterday of one of the grotesque dishes in which there are baby parts. That picture is directly from the Fifth Circuit Court of the United States court filing. These are not made up. These are real things. Now, people don't like to talk about it. I don't like to look at the pictures. I find them to be deeply disturbing. But this is the reality of what we're seeing, right? Sometimes you post the pictures of war so people know what war looks like. You got to look at the pictures of what's happening to these babies, so-called doctors. Now, and one other point. She got mad at me for not being a doctor. Actually, it was just an oversight on my part. I, I just said Ms. her last name. wasn't trying to be disrespectful. But I do think it's interesting that someone really wants to tout her doctor credentials. And I'd like to know how this comports with the Hippocratic Oath. I'd like to know how do no harm 
comports when you're talking about pulling baby parts apart and uh, and having to deal with that in a vulnerable portion. Amen to that. Um, there's something in the Daily Cause article which I found stunning to read. It said, <clears throat> Roy's old campaign website claims or claimed life begins at conception. A bold claim considering there is no definitive answer within the scientific community. One of your colleagues, I believe in the Senate, had a poster last week that he put up, and it was a poster of sea turtles next to the poster of a baby. And the point that he made was that sea turtles have, this, the eggs of sea turtles have more protection than human beings. That if you disrupt an egg of a sea turtle or of an eagle or of a, of a, a bald eagle, you are subject to jail, you are subject to all sorts of fines, and not so in the case of even a human being that has already moved past the point of an egg. And so what liberals have done with this, they have already said life begins at conception, it begins at the egg, if you are a turtle or if you are an eagle. But when it comes to human being, you get what you get in the daily cost. This is a bold claim. There is no definitive answer. How do you respond to that, Chip? Well, I mean, frankly, the fact that they're just saying something like, quote, it's a bold claim is kind of a win, really, because yesterday you saw an exchange with Ms. Foster, one of the witnesses who was uh, the Republican witness, uh, when she uh, was inter- engaging with my colleague from Maryland, uh, Danny Raskin, um, and, and he was going on about how uh, Republicans wanted to you know, uh, end abortion, including exceptions for rape and incest. And of course, I, I noted later that that's about one to one and a half percent of total abortions. And but Ms. Foster said to him, OK, I'll tell you what, if we get such an exception, would you then support the law? And of course, the answer was no. Right. And that's the reality of the situation. Same thing here. You want to have a debate about life and protecting life. And our debate is about a heartbeat versus conception. Well, now we're having an interesting debate. I believe life begins at conception. But they don't ever want to talk about heartbeat laws because they know it hurts their argument. They don't want to talk about extinguishing life when there's a heartbeat. In a hearing a while back about the Texas law, I raised that question to my Democratic colleagues. They said, I want, mark, mark my word, they won't use the term heartbeat. And they don't. They don't use that term, James, because it undermines the legitimacy of their entire premise. They're trying to say, gosh, guys, this is a tough thing between conception and, say, six, eight, ten weeks, or where the rest of the world is. They want abortion on demand, as those witnesses testified yesterday, all the way through the pregnancy. Again, I believe life begins at conception. I think we should protect it. But they're so radical, they won't even have a debate within a reasonable time frame. Literally, one of the witnesses yesterday said to my friend Dan Bishop from North Carolina that a man can be pregnant with a baby. It's a Right. And that's where they live. I saw that. Yeah, amazing. Yes, a man can be pregnant. This is what we're being told. Let's move away from that into some other issues. We just have a few minutes here. You have been very outspoken about the Biden administration's failures with immigration. We are being told now that the Biden administration is preparing to uh, to get rid of Title 42. I have heard estimates that if they do that, there will be a surge this year alone of perhaps up to 6,400,000 illegal immigrants coming into America. 
we already have these midnight flights. We already have these secretive, and this is a well-financed, well-executed organization that's spreading these transportation networks around the nation, but the people of the United States don't know what's really going on because it's done in the dead of night. What is going to happen, in your view, if the Biden administration follows through and gets rid of Title 42? Well, we know precisely what's going to happen, and we just look at the numbers to know. Let's look at April. Uh, 234,000 individuals apprehended. Let's be clear, that's not counting gotaways, which we are estimating at close to 2,000 a day, i.e. maybe 50 to 60,000 gotaways, meaning we don't know where they are or where they went. 234,000 apprehensions. Of that, about 117,000 were released immediately into the United States. 90, roughly 4,000, and these numbers aren't exactly right, were turned away for Title 42, still in place through Monday. Now seeing that they are building a five-acre tent, 200-something thousand square feet in Eagle Pass, Texas. Why? So they can process more asylum claims. That is for your audience to understand what the Democratic Party, led by Biden's administration, what they are doing. They are encouraging people to come, to claim asylum, to overwhelm our system, to be released into the United States. And when Title 42 ends, the overwhelming numbers will explode. More fentanyl will come in. More illegal actions will come in. More potential terrorists will come in. And more people will flood the zone, overwhelming Border Patrol. We know it to be true. It's happening right now. They're overwhelmed now. It's purposeful. This is why my orchestra should be impeached. This is why Republicans should be fighting harder than we are. We shouldn't fund a DHS that's doing this. We shouldn't fund an FBI that's going after parents. We shouldn't stand for this. But Republicans are more concerned right now about missing fundraisers when I dare force some votes on, on uh, bills on the floor of the House. Republicans need to get with a program and fight to take this country back. One last thing. We have about two minutes left, <clears throat> and this would be the baby food formula crisis. You and my good friend, Louis Gohmert, uh, we're among nine House Republicans who voted against the bill, and get this, the way that this is written in this leftist publication, voted against the bill meant to make it easier for low-income parents to buy baby formula while the nation suffers. Chip, why would you do that? Why would you vote against low-income people? Well, James, I think it's, it's fairly obvious. I, 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 you know, hate children, and I hate uh, poor people, and I hate old people, and I hate, I hate puppies, and and all of the things that they claim. Look, the reality is, uh, this. Here's something for your audience to know: fifty percent of formula is sold through the WIC program. And that might blow people's minds. This bill, however well intended it is will take a provision of the law and grant emergency powers to the White House, the executive branch, that we shouldn't do, more emergency powers to them, to then basically waive the current restrictions on how baby formula works in a way that will end up with a bigger monopoly and more government buying of formula rather than private buying of formula. I didn't want to be picking winners and losers on who can get formula. Again, we want formula to get out. The problem with formula our regulations, incompetency in this administration, un, not unleashing the FDA and the regulations that are constricting the ability for us to get more formula produced. You want more formula? Unleash the market to produce more formula. Uh, but this is, I think, a misguided way to do it. It will end up resulting in shortages for private buyers and, frankly, probably won't help much in the way of those uh, who are getting it through the WIC program in the first place. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is a principled lawmaker. This is Chip Roy. If you don't know who he is, he has a history that you need to see. As he said, he was AG of Texas before that. When in, when I when I met Chip, he was working on the staff of Senator Ted Cruz, and he has certainly risen in the ranks to become one of the nation's most principled and best known lawmakers. Chip, time's up for me here today, but I'd like to invite you back. We'd love to have you and have continue this discussion on this and many of the other issues facing America. Thank you so much for joining us, Chip. Anytime, James. God bless you. You keep up the fight. Like They don't get to have our country. It's ours. We're going to take this country back. God bless you, my friend. God bless you, too, my friend. That's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, with you here. It's Rush Hour, and we are coming back. Your calls are part of the program. Back right after this. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly Rush on 77 WABC. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. 